leader people need to be able to think, speak, and act without self-restraint. As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Reich. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Hello, welcome back to the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Radio Network. Speaking truth to power again, sharing accurate information to Americans and all willing to listen. I stand with vanguards such as Dr. Peter McCullough, <clears throat> uh, the Brigands, etc. Now I've heard my very good friend Dr. Harvey Reich is running a podcast. Amen. <clears throat> I want to thank Malcolm once again for this opportunity and all the work he's doing, and I ask you to support the America Out Loud platform. <clears throat> Several things I want to talk about today. <clears throat> I've gotten a lot of feedback about this podcast where most of everyone love it, and they want me to be harder, harsher, more punishing. <clears throat> Some people say, well, you know, Paul, sometimes you could maybe not use that word or try to calm down. So I understand and I want to strike a balance. And um, I'm a very blunt matter of fact individual. And I don't normally fall off the wagon. But the times that we're living in are perilous. And they demand devastating responses by us. We need to put our boot on the neck of these malfeasance. All of them in the alphabet health agencies. Put our boot on their neck figuratively. And hold it there. Put them on the ropes and give them no quarter. Give them no air to breathe. None. Absolutely none. We need to punish them. We need to take them into courtrooms and examine them, investigate them. And if they did okay, and if they did well, and a jury says they're fine, let them go. Pensions, love them, hug them. If juries said that they caused lives to be lost, including our parents and our grandparents, all those medical doctors who denied early treatment, all those hospital CEOs and doctors who hurt our parents in the hospital with sedating them with midazolam, with, with diamorphine, with remdesivir, pumping them with the liver toxic drug, intubating and ventilating them and killing them, all of them. I want them all investigated. If it showed that you caused lives to be lost, I want us to take all of your money. I want us to put you in your underwear on the street with no shoes. You're in, you. I want us to punish you and put you in a jail for as long as we could. All of you, all, anyone at CDC, NIH, FDA, NIAID, HHS. I don't care if it was the Secretary of Health and Human Services. I want you jailed. All, all in Canada. Every person who did wrong in COVID. Every person who benefited or who made money. If. A judge and a jury says, because of the extent of lives lost by Pfizer and Moderna and, and Sahin from, from Pfizer-BioNTech in Germany and Bula from Pfizer and Bansel from Moderna, Stefan Bansel, if a judge say put the death penalty on the table because they were reckless and dangerous, I say put the death penalty on the table. I want citizen grand juries 
citizen grand juries for them. If a judge says death penalty, we put them to death. We hang them. I am very serious about that. Notice I didn't swear or use any curse words. Listen, I want to get to the issue about women, females, teen, teen girls, because there's a problem. We have a lot of issues with this uh, mRNA technology, this, this COVID mRNA technology gene injection. Sometimes people call it a vaccine. Saying an injection is not a vaccine by any measure. Now, here's the issue. A vaccine is to, is to provide you to, to function as a prophylaxis, prevention. This is not a prevention. This delivering genetic code into you to trick your cells at a cellular level to make that spike protein, that foreign synthetic protein in you. And in doing that, drive your immune system to recognize the spike and build antibodies, vaccine-induced antibodies to it. But what we're seeing is, remember, the dictum was that only males, boys, men, between generally the age of 16 to about 25, were at risk for myocarditis and pericarditis, sometimes called myopericarditis, damage to the myocardium, which is this, the, the, the heart cells, and a 9 to 1 ratio, generally with myocarditis, post-shot, you see 9 males, 1 female. But we just got research out of Basel, Switzerland, showing that females had about 40% of myocardial lesions. So it shocked everyone. In other words, almost half of the... Uh, the, the patients had myocardial lesions. It means that females are as at risk equally or might even be more. We need further studies, further comparative effectiveness studies to see what is the extent of the damage to the myocardium in girls. But I am trying to tell you, I wrote this substack. You know my substack, Alexander COVID News. I will say it again. You could find my blog, Alexander COVID News, where I write daily. A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R space COVID space news, Alexander COVID news. I put these up, my views on the science. I put science up daily. Anything that is breaking as of today. And um, I wrote a substack about females and the fact that you need to understand women out there. I'm speaking to the women now. Grandmothers, mothers, women. Single woman, teenage woman, young, young people who can understand me here. It is critical that you know that the COVID mRNA technology gene injection, the mRNA, the, the, the vaccine out there, it causes myocarditis, pericarditis, and cardiovascular illness and events, devastating, consequential damage to the myocardium in you too, not just in young males. And that's the message. I need you to wake up and understand this is being overlooked by the media, by the medical establishment, by doctors, criminal doctors who were incentivized to keep their jobs and salaries and deny you an exemption so that you lost yours. That's what doctors did. They made a decision. It's either my job or Susie's job. Yet knowing that Susie then was put on the breadline and Susie went home and pined for months and then hung herself. 
but the doctor didn't care. Those same doctors sidelining women and overlooking them. Why? It is imperative that doctors explain the risks versus benefits to women of these COVID vaccines. First of all, you're hearing it again from me. No one, these gene injections, these vaccines, these COVID vaccines have failed. They're done. No one has taken the booster. The booster has failed. I just put some studies on my substack showing these boosters fail again. They do not confer sterilizing immunity. They do not stop infection, replication, or transmission, so they're dead. But they're also causing devastating injuries and death. And they're also driving antiviral immune escape. They're putting pressure on the antigen and causing the virus to select for more infectious subvariants. In other words, the pandemic will never end. They're using a vaccine that is suboptimal and inadequate. It's pressuring. It's making life uncomfortable for the, for the virus, but not eliminating it. That causes the virus to evolve. We underestimate the evolutionary capacity of the virus to evolve to the selective pressure that we place on it. Remember, it is not a classic living thing like you or I or even a bacterium. It is really a clump of genetic material enveloped in a, in a protein coat, a protein envelope, a protein membrane. It, it actually has another layer surrounding it called a nucleocapsid, which is a more conserved protein. However, the virus wants to do what, what any other entity does. It wants to survive into the future and spread its genetic material into the future. That's what a human being survives to do. A human being's sole purpose as we live and make our way, is to send our genetic material into the future by way of our children and grandchildren. That's it. Same with this entity. It wants to live, breed, procreate, excrete, move, do anything that it's supposed to do. And in, and in replicating, you need to understand that it is a very unstable replication process. And we are placing pressure on it already. It's already unstable. And any additional pressure drives the emergence of variants. Here's the problem. I'm bringing it back to women. Why is it that the optimal health of women are being sidelined this way? Females are at much risk as males due to this COVID vaccine. The science has matured fully and is telling us this. And be warned, I'm warning women. Do not let doctors fool you anymore. These COVID vaccines have failed. They are deadly. No healthy child, none, none in this entire world must be given any of these COVID injections. None. A parent will be a lunatic. A parent will be mad, crazy. That's my words. If you give your healthy child these, they do not need it. They never needed it. But women... Women need to be refocused in terms of cardiac damage caused by these injections. Look, people say, well, Dr. Alexander, doesn't the uh, virus cause um, uh, myocarditis? Of course. Who the hell says it didn't? No one. I never said it didn't. But when we look at the data and we settle the data out, the data is clear that the vaccine causes vast more you had more risk of myocarditis and damage to the myocardium. And that's the issue. Look, 
We looked at a study. We looked at some recent research that's showing that before COVID vaccine, before the advent and rollout of the vaccine, I'm trying to remember the numbers, but I recall the risk was about four in one million for myocarditis from the virus. If you get a virus infection, not necessarily COVID, before COVID, you got a parvo virus, any kind of virus, you could get myocarditis in the heart. That's something that we've lived with for a long time. That's part of, 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 of pathology. No one said that you can't get myocarditis from the virus. However, when we look at the data, we are seeing now that post-vaccine from four per million, we are now seeing rates of 25,000 per, per million. 25,000 myocarditis cases per million of persons vaccinated. Do you understand what I just said? Do you understand that jump in risk? So I'm telling you, did you know that the females taking the vaccine, especially if you are pregnant, did you know the content of the vaccine induces antibodies as though it was the child that you were vaccinated? If you took a pregnant woman and you vaccinated her, all of the things connected, the mRNA, the toxic PEG, the polyethylene gly glycol, the ionizable lipids on the surface of the lipid nanoparticle that encases the mRNA payload, everything crosses the placental barrier to the developing child in utero. Did you know that? Did you know it's as though you're vaccinating child? I'm sure you didn't know that. Didn't think of it so. This isn't just accumulating your ovaries and the testes and your spleen and your adrenal. Did you know that the endometrium, which is the most safest, luscious place that God made to implant that egg, did you know that it comes under attack by the spike protein? Did you know that? Did you know that the, 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 the eggs in a female child, a baby in utero, are attacked by the spike protein? Did you know that, did you know that all of a girl child's in utero Fetus, eggs are laid down. Laid down in utero for the rest of her life. She makes no more eggs after that. She comes with it at birth. And if they are damaged in utero by the spike protein, that will devastate fertility and and um fertility and, and in terms of we'll see a dramatic drop in live births in the future. We're already seeing it. I've seen the data in Nordic countries, in Sweden, in Switzerland, and these nations. Dramatic. I'm not talking about 1%. I'm talking about orders of magnitude, 10, 20, 30% declines in live births. So you need to understand, woman. Tell your doctor no. Tell him shove it. It's not a Republican or Democrat issue. It's not a black versus white or Christian versus Muslim or Jew issue. This is a woman issue. And you women need to insist. Insist to your doctors. Tell me the benefits versus the risk. And punish your doctor. Put on your clothes and walk out of the office and say, never call me again. And find a new doctor. We have placed our women and teen girls and all females at risk with this COVID vaccine. This COVID vaccine is causing myocarditis in women too. I'm sure you probably didn't hear it the way I'm saying it. Be warned. I am telling you, woman, you are at risk, your teen girls. And if you have given your teen girl these vaccines, I am begging you, 
Go back to that doctor and say, I demand that you test my daughter for silent myocarditis. Myocarditis that is percolating and is silent. I want a troponin test. I want a high sensitivity troponin test. I demand a chest MRI to check for myocarditis. Demand it before you let her go back on that playing field because she could get cardiac arrest and die. Just like Damar Hamlin and those, those athletes dying. That's silent myocarditis because they took the shot. Okay, I'll close off this segment. I just wanted to remind you, you're listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. Plays on iHeartRadio Network. You can listen to it anywhere in the world. All my shows go to podcast the following day. You can check it out on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart. You can also get my uh, podcast the next day. Go to the America Out Loud uh, navigation bar under our shows, our schedule. Remember my Substack, please. I need your support. It is free. It's Alexander COVID News. Just sign up. And if you want, there's a small fee of maybe 29 bucks a year. That's about $3.250 a month. But you don't have to. I have it out there as free as the default. Please, please sign up. You can also go to my website, drpaulalexander.com, D-R-P-A-U-L-A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R.com. If you want to check out the COVID stuff I put there, if you want to give me any financial support, please go to Zell, Z-E-L-L-E, at sr7283 at gmail.com. Don't forget my book, Presidential Takedown at Amazon. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Hello, welcome back to Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Thank you for joining. Once again, I want to thank Malcolm for all that he does for America Out Loud. And um, I'm asking you out there to please support him. Um, I wouldn't mind support myself. You know, you can go to Zell, Z-E-L-L-E, and go to the email sr7283 at gmail.com. Any kind of support, even if it's $1, it helps me. Because I'm one of those scientists who, who were canceled because 
I was locked out and, and, and canceled because I worked with President Trump. It was told to me bluntly. And my advocacy for early treatment, actually, I formulated that algorithm with working with Dr. Zelenko, Dr. McCullough, and Dr. Rich, etc., as well as my stance against the vaccines. So any help would, would be appreciated. Look, in this segment, I want to talk to you several different issues. One of them is, look, I've coined a, a phrase. You, you remember in um, when Bill Clinton was running, I think I told you this before, but I remind you, when he was running against George Bush Sr., his phrase in the uh, election campaign was, it's the economy, stupid. It's the economy. And what he was trying to tell the American people was, look, Bush is a little uninformed, a little um, separated from the population. He's an elitist, blah, blah, blah. Whether everything was right or wrong, that's not the point. The point is he came up with that phrase that stuck in the heads of Americans, left and right, because really people were struggling. They were finding it hard to pay bills. Interest rates were all over the place, I remember. So he said it's economy, stupid. He was trying to tell Bush, you have to focus on the economy for the American people. Clinton was. Whether or not he did any, but remember when he came into power, he 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 joined forces when um the Republicans took control of the House, the Tea Party, etc. under Newt. You know, they they actually did some good stuff together, but that's not the point of this. My point is it's not the economy stupid now. My phrase is it's the vaccine stupid. It's the vaccine. It's the spike protein, stupid. That's what is causing all the harms and death. And that's what you, the society, need to focus on. So much so that we know we had the mRNA platform, which is the Moderna and Pfizer vaccine. We knew that um, AstraZeneca and they had their own platform. It's called a denoviral vector platform, where they placed the spike onto existing um, pathogen and deliver that into you. Now, we have other platforms like the Novavax that people will say, well, you know what? I'm going to wait for the Novavax because I'm not happy with the mRNA platform with all the harms and death. I'm not happy with the AstraZeneca and G&J because all the blood clots and bleeding and all that drama. So I'm going to wait on the others. Well, now it turns out we haven't study after study piling up telling us that even the Novavax causes myocarditis and pericarditis. And that's what the population needs to understand. Look, the COVID virus, the coronavirus, on the coronavirus has a protein, uh, a very complex molecule. It looks like a spear or a spike sitting down on the, the surface of the ball, the viral ball. Many of those spikes but if you look at them under an electron, um, um, if you look at it closely and you magnify it, you would see it's not a straight spear. It's a very complex, convoluted molecule, superfolded and supercoiled on top of each other. But it looks straight, but it's not. And there are many subunits to that molecule that, clap, that clamp together to make it look like that spear. So, um, the point I'm making is that's the mRNA platform, the spike protein. But but uh, wait, but on the virus, let me back it up a little bit. On the viral ball is a spike. That's the business end of the virus. 
That's the toxic potent part. In end-stage serious COVID, where you have your breathing difficulties and end-stage um, uh, organ death, where multi-stage organ death and you die, that is because of the impact of the spike protein damaging tissues, um, causing this uh, playing a role in the immune inflammatory response, inflames the immune response, um, cytokine storm, etc. All the viral junk, um, necrosis factor, and all these stuffs poured into the into the alveoli, into the lung. You essentially drown. That's it. At the end, with all this breathing difficulties, which is the reality about it is end stage, it impacts your ability for gas exchange in your alveoli, etc. Look, I don't want to get into all the biochemistry and all of that stuff. I'm just trying to send a message. The spike protein on the viral ball is a toxic business, deadly end of the virus. Similarly, the spike protein that you, your cells, your cellular metabolic machinery produces as a consequence of the lipid nanoparticle messenger RNA complex that gets injected into you with the COVID vaccine itself, those spike proteins, they are the business end too. What the, COVID, the, the spike on the COVID virus does to you in serious pathology and serious disease the spike from the vaccine does and worse. That's the key. Because at least with the COVID virus, there's one exposure and one load. With the vaccine, the problem is the messenger RNA, they have put molecular caps on the end to stabilize the messenger RNA strand. And they have swapped out the uridine for the methylated pseudouridine so that you can hide the messenger RNA from your immune system, from, from you. Else, because it's a foreign substance, you your, your body will attack it and destroy it normally. It's synthetic. It's coming from the outside of you. Anything from the outside, your system will attack and mark as foreign and attack. But they have mocked around with the mRNA strand. They have made a change of the uridine, uracil, this methylated pseudouracil, they have put molecular caps on the end. So in other words, when the messenger RNA sits in the ribonucleic, the, the ribosome, so they can be read like a, like a ticker tape typewriter and read the code, the codons, etc. It's a never-ending process. That messenger RNA will be read and reread and read and churning out spike after spike. There's some estimates of one vaccine has 40 trillion strands. Trillion. I didn't say a billion. I said trillion strands of messenger RNA. Think about that number, what they put in that one vaccine. And each one of those churning out spike nonstop 24 hours a day. Do you understand the catastrophe with this vaccine? This vaccine is a devastating situation. And my message to you is, it's the vaccine, stupid. It's the spike protein, stupid. And there's no difference for all of you who are waiting on the Novavax. There's no difference between the mRNA platform, the adenoviral vector platform, nor the Novavax platform, because all of them, my point, all of that diatribe I just said is to come to this point. All of them end 
in either the manufacture of the spike protein, the delivery of the spike protein, the presence of the spike protein in you, synthetic. And that spike protein does catastrophic damage to your cells and tissues, especially the cardiovascular system. All of the cells that line the internal lining, the internal lining of your capillaries, veins, and arteries, your entire vasculature, those cells, they're called endothelial cells. That's the endothelial layer. And the spike protein either sits in transmembrane um, uh, proteins on the surface of the endothelial layer, if those spikes are produced in, in the endothelial cells, or the spike protein that's in the blood, loose, free-floating, attacks the endothelial layer, also scraping at it, causing micro, micro thrombi, micro bleeds, and thus micro thrombi and clots. So that's the bleeding and the clotting. It's like scraping at the tapestry of, of your wall with, with fingernails. That's what the spike protein does. And remember, the endothelial layer of your vasculature has to be smooth like a baby's bottom. Smoother than that. There must be no blemish. Else if there's a blemish, then your clotting factors and your clotting cascade begins. If there's any, any blemish or bleed. And that's where the catastrophe happens. So I wanted to remind you, no vaccine, no adult right now in their right mind is to look at the landscape and see nobody's taking booster anymore. The BA4, BA5 bivalent booster has failed. It's done. No one wants it. Sweden and those countries are burning piles of vaccine now. Don't let nobody fool you. No one wants it. Do not give your child the bivalent booster. A healthy child does not need these vaccines. Never did, never will. So I'm trying to say, don't wait on no other vaccine, no COVID vaccine. You have no reason to take it. COVID is done. We are at a, a, a variant right now, a subvariant called XBB 1.5. It's the mildest of the subvariants. It's the mildest Omicron today. And you are not, I mean, if you are a healthy person in February, March of 2020, your risk of survival from 75 years old to zero, from 75 years old to birth, in February of 2020, your risk of survival with no underlying medical conditions was 99.9998%. I want you to understand that number again. 99.9998%, almost 100%. If you got exposed to COVID or got infected, that was your chance of survival. Now we are three years gone and we have the mildest. That was the alpha. That was the Wuhan Wu strain, the worst strain, the most lethal strain. With Mueller's ratchet, we have the, the virus has downregulated in terms of lethality. It's more infectious, no doubt, because of the pressure of the suboptimal. Uh, vaccinal antibodies on the antigen. So natural selection obviously played a role. Selective pressure will select for the most infectious variants that could overcome that suboptimal immunity. That is basic biology, grade 11, basic immunology, basic virology and vaccinology. Do not take any of these shots. 
I wanted to make that a clarion call today. I wanted to remind you too of Dr. Teresa Long. Dr. Teresa Long deserves special. Now I know Dr. Long. I, I testified with her in the U.S. Senate before. She's a U.S. military officer. She's a doctor in the service. I believe a surgeon. And um, as a medical officer, she recently came out and said, I have so many soldiers under my command being destroyed by this COVID mRNA vaccine. Not a single member of her command, her senior command. Now, she's a senior in the military and as a, a clinician, I believe she's a surgeon there. She's saying none of her senior command are willing to discuss with her her concerns. And she said, now I'm coming out. I don't care. And I, I have nothing to gain and all to lose by talking about it. This is Dr. Teresa Long. T-H-E-R-E-S-A-L-O-N-G. Please Google her and read about her. And I wrote about her in my substack. Remember, my substack is Alexander COVID News. You don't need to pay. I have made it free. However, if you wanted to pay, you can. It's just $29 a year. That would help me financially. However, Dr. Long is saying the deaths of military members from the vaccine, she's seeing active military, uh, army, navy, etc., exceeds deaths from the virus. And she said she's constantly being contacted. And I know how we've spoken about this. She told me she's constantly contacted by, by people, by soldiers in the military right now who are being injured by the, by the vaccine, the mRNA uh, platform, particularly um, Pfizer and Moderna. And that many of those are pilots who are actively flying and who are expected to meet high fitness standards. And um, she's very, very concerned. So I wanted to bring that to you and uh, make sure that um, uh, you read about her because this is a very, very serious issue. And um, uh, what I wanted to talk to you too is that, you know, huh, it is so catastrophic and sad right now. And um, because we have a lot of young people in America, when we look at the data, the frightening thing is that before in 2020, a lot of elderly people died due to this influenza-like illness. Something caused a lot of problems for them, breathing difficulties, florid pneumonia, um, acute respiratory distress syndrome, etc. And they passed away. They were median age of around 83, three or four underlying medical condition. We even saw that um, a lot of the people who passed away um, at around 80 had at least six medical conditions, serious grave medical. These were very sick people. So COVID did what it, it should do as a respiratory type illness, like a common cold or influenza. But what we see now is frightening. Because the virus now is so mild, it's not killing people like before. So COVID is not killing elderly. But what we're seeing is we're seeing a rapid surge in deaths of young people. And the virus doesn't kill young people. So we know the virus is not killing them. And it's not killing old people. But something is killing the young middle-aged people. And we are arguing, myself and McCullough and Rich, that it's this vaccine. It's the vaccine that's causing devastating heart damage, cardiovascular complications. I am urging you have a serious discussion with your doctor about the benefits versus risk of these vaccines. Take no more. Take no more. Your doctor can't watch you in your face and, and make a case for these vaccines. Anyway, I want to close off this session 
by again thanking Malcolm, okay, and uh, America Out Loud, telling you my my Substack again, Alexander COVID News. You could find me on Zell at email sr7283 at gmail.com. If you wish to give me any support, it'd be very much appreciated to keep me spreading this information whilst we fight the tyranny and the censorship. Um, I also support a company called The Wellness Company. That's TWC.health. That's T as in Tom, W as in woman, and C as in Charlie. TWC.health. And you could connect. If you go to that website, you can connect with a bunch of trusted and biased doctors. And um, this is the future of medical care with top flight doctors. And if you visit that website, you can get access to uncensored content. You could schedule a virtual appointment with a doctor. Uh, you could get very good early treatment protocols. You could get access to the internet pharmacy to fill prescriptions. You could get your own exclusive treatment package tailored to you vaccine exempt letters now in the future, access to world-class supplements, etc., and so much more. And um, I wanted to ask you, my book, Presidential Takedown, where Fauci and they topple President Trump from the inside. Go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Please consider this book. Thank you very much. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com. Seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Once again, you're listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio, and I want to welcome you back to the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. I'm asking you again if you could go to my Substack. It's Alexander COVID News. That's A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R space COVID space news and follow me it's free to subscribe and um for those who want to um, partake i i don't have any uh major fees or joining fees or anything and i have no restrictions you could comment on anything um there's a 29 dollar a year fee if you wanted to pay yearly to be a member other people run their stacks like 100 bucks a year and some even have it at 300 no I want it available to everyone. So it's free if you don't want to pay. But 
at least subscribe. You get a lot of good info. I write daily on not just COVID, but on politics. I want to thank Malcolm. And I want to ask you people out there to reach out to Malcolm and support the America Out Loud um, platform. Look, <clears throat> first of all, I want to talk about a picture that was out there with uh, Potus Trump. And I went looking for an old one where he's, he's hugging the flag, the United States flag. And I'm asking a simple question in a substack I wrote, you know, <clears throat> would Biden ever do this? Would Vice President, I've I've nicknamed her, renamed Kamala Harris as Vice President Madam Giggles. So from now on, when I say Madam Giggles, you know who I'm talking about. Um, so I said, would she ever do this? Will any socialist, commie, leftist, Democrat, or rhino, or any of the hating, the, the people who hate America, will they ever hug the flag like this? And no, they won't. And that's what separates Trump from everyone else. Because of his love of America. And uh, the love of the flag. <clears throat> what I want to talk to you too about is um, on the internet is going on this um, the select subcommittee did a report October 2022. You know, they were investigating everything, including anyone connecting to President Trump. And they were looking at the COVID response, which it is their people like Fauci and they who devastated it. But anyway, <clears throat> in one of their reports, in the final report, they spoke about me. And different people, right? And the part about me is they're saying that, uh, <clears throat> let me read the exact um, quote. So so uh, you'll find out what they said. So they said um, in their final quote, in their final, they said a bunch of stuff they wrote. But in one of the things that they put, now this is official government record now. They said, <clears throat> Dr. Paul Alexander, senior advisor, attacked a forthcoming CDC report as pure garbage and designed to hurt the public and the administration. Stop. Hard stop. Right there. Yes. I told them it was pure garbage and they're a bunch of fools and idiots. I told them that in their face. I told them that in writing at NIH, CDC, because they are the most corrupt, inept, stupid public health officials. I can't believe that they work in the government and for the government. And yes, the CDC used the MMWR reports, their, their quote-unquote scientific reports that they put out. They use it as a political tool, and they use it for the arm of the government that they're reporting to at that point. For Biden, they cover up everything. They write wishy-washy, pink pussy hat kind of reports. For Trump, they wrote the reports with language to hurt him, and they were normally they put out a report every two weeks. They were putting out five reports a day. And publishing it on CNN and Fox as breaking stunning news when they were lying with the data and giving incomplete data. So I would deal with them and tell them, you, you guys are a bunch of idiots because you're giving the American public half of the information. You're lying. You're distorting the data. And it, it is true. You, the American public, know the fraud of CDC. So these idiots in the subcommittee, they are writing that what I said, and they don't realize it makes them look like fools. They wrote, Dr. Alexander attacked a forthcoming report as garbage and designed to hurt the public and the administration. Again, I said, I said that. It was garbage and it was designed to hurt President Trump. He advocated for CDC officials to be fired. Stop. I said that. They've written this now as official government investigation. They're such fools. He said, quote, 
he got to start he said dr redfield who is the director of cdc got to start firing people in large numbers there this agency is working against the president daily that's a fact they worked against president trump so anyway this is the substack that i wrote i'm gonna read it for you exactly so you get what i said so it went downhill with me so i'm saying this is my exact thing it went downhill with me and the cdc when in a high level meeting at hhs you should know at health and human services that had cdc and nih top rats there and all the head the lead people they were talking about masks and keeping schools closed and, and their views. I did not agree and was stunned at how stupid and inept they were. The garbage they were saying and just pure morons. And they clear and and they clearly, no matter their titles, knew what they were saying. So they had this is my blog, this is what I wrote. They the CDC had no understanding of data or how to read data or research. Each time I corrected them and showed them their interpretation of research was wrong. And each time I made the case to open schools and stop masks, many of them present in the meeting attacked me, CDC and NIH people, and they were very hostile. So I got up and someone who was leading the meeting said, Dr. Alexander, are you leaving? And I said, yes, I think you all here, I'm stunned for you come. And I put some of this in my book too. You come from CDC and NIH and you are supposed to be among the brightest in the nation, yet we're in a pandemic and you are arguing over garbage and seem to not be interested in saving lives and have no clue what you're saying and do not understand basic data research and seem very unqualified and personally, based on your attacks on me and the vile filth on present, your remarks after sitting here, I think you all are a bunch of stupid, and I use it C word. So I said, I think you all are a bunch of stupid Cs and para and i left i'm not one to curse like that well most of the time but they drove me to it and i felt good too you have no idea needless to say i was never asked back to such a meeting again <laughs> and, I, and i was told on the inside of the hhs that i was now in the crosshairs of cdc and nih i was told top brass at cdc and nih despised me that's those were the words the fact of the matter is the feeling was mutual because I despised them. For I was witnessing and being told how much they were subverting the president. So I looked at this report by the sub-select committee as garbage. I'll be very blunt with you. I want to talk about someone who goes on Twitter with the handle clandestine. That's C-L-A-N-D-E-S-T-I-N-E. And clandestine wrote something that I put on a blog and I supported, and I think this is clandestine words, and then I'm going to tell you my view. Clandestine on Twitter. For those in the comments saying, so this is a quote, for those in the comments saying, we are going to die. There won't be any future generation. It's so We're so weak right now. We're all going to die. It's so hopeless. We can't go on anymore. Close quote. Clandestine said, you're all in the wrong place then. Defeat is not an option. If you don't think we are going to win, just curl up and die now and get the F out of my way. Close quote. That was clandestine. My view, clandestine is 100% correct. We have no place or time for pink pussy hat men, pusillanimous men. We need near Viking Norse-blooded men, Spartans, Mandingo men, Rambo men. And we need our women who seem to be stronger than even the men. If you are not up to the battle to save America and as such the world, as clandestine says, 
get to F out of the way. Defeat is not an option. So I wanted to touch base on clandestine. If you ever wanted to follow clandestine on Twitter, um, I don't really understand Twitter. Uh, I, I, I have a Twitter account now. First of all, I was banned for life about six months ago. And then with this Musk guy, they put back on the account. But I don't know how to operate it and we struggle. Anyway, <clears throat> um, I wanted to talk about a study I think is very relevant to you. Hi. The researcher's name was Schwab, S-C-H-W-A-R-B, from Germany. And um, what these findings were, were very telling. S-C-H-W-A-B, Schwab, Schwab et al. And they published this, it's coming out of Germany. What Schwab et al. did is they looked at the autopsies of 35 people who died uh, recently. Uh, post-vaccine and 10 of them they decided on looking at the performing the autopsies they were able to rule that 10 of those 35 people died of drug overdoses and things unrelated to COVID so the 25 who were left were people who were related to the COVID virus in some manner and they all these people were all people who died suddenly and within 20 days after taking the mRNA injection. So everyone that we're talking about here, all 25 of the 35, they died within 20 days of taking the injection. But what the data showed on examining the bodies properly was that 71% 71% of those of the 25 that died within 20 days of taking the vaccine, 71% died directly due to the vaccine. So that's a very important statement I just made. Um, the final diagnosis was consistent with vaccine injury syndrome, including myocardial infarction, worsening heart failures, etc. What was important in the overall finding is this. So of 35 initial sudden deaths within 20 days of mRNA vaccine, 10 were removed because they were not linked to the vaccine, leaving 25. So the, so the patient group that was studied were 25 dead people, and they did the autopsies, and uh, they found that 70% of persons who die within 20 days post-vaccine that the vaccine is the leading cause of the death, the COVID vaccine, that is. Approximately 20% of the 25, so five of them, they found also that in five of them, of the 25, so 20% roughly, researchers concluded was death was due to acute myocarditis without detection of any other significant disease or health situation, constellation, that may have caused the death. So they've ruled out everything else but the vaccine. Researchers reported that the histology showed patchy interstitial myocardial T-lymphocytic infiltration, predominantly of the CD4 positive subset associated with mild myocyte damage. <clears throat> so clearly, in this autopsy, these people were showing heart damage, damage to the myocardium, the myocardial cells. The overall, the autopsy findings indicate that due to acute 
arrhythmic arrhythmogenic cardiac failure. <clears throat> the research led Schwab et al. to conclude that myocarditis is likely a lethal complication post mRNA technology gene injection. <clears throat> um, this was a very important study because those numbers, you might say that we are dealing with 25 people in this study, these 25 autopsy dead people. But remember what the, the two key numbers, 71% of that 25 were directly linked to the vaccine. Five of the deaths were due to myocarditis. So what we're trying to say is that of um, uh, of every 100 people then who die from the shot, 20%, so roughly 20 will be, the death will be due to myocarditis, et cetera. So you could extrapolate these data to large groups, large numbers. And, you know, uh, I thought this study to be very, very devastating. Um, I want to talk about mRNA technology. The mRNA technology is the basis of these COVID vaccines, because particularly the mRNA platform, because the mRNA platform is the, is the genetic strand that is read in, in your cells, in the cytoplasm on the ribosomes, and they translate into the, uh, the spike protein. And the spike protein is then used to drive the immune response, presented on the surface of cells, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. You know this. Um, but what we are seeing is that Dr. James Torp just came out with some research showing that, um, I don't think it's published yet, it's showing that the mRNA, the COVID mRNA gene injection with lipid nanoparticles are causing devastating menstrual abnormalities, devastating to women. A lot of miscarriages, fetal death, stillbirths, and major pregnancy complications. So I wrote this blog saying, when will the inventors be asked the right questions? When will they be questioned, the inventors of this mRNA? When will the inventors made to answer questions for this crime? I want Nuremberg type trials, Nuremberg 2.0, like what we had for World War II. I want to see hangings after proper investigations and hearings over this pandemic and these injections. I, I am serious. If judges rule after proper legal proceedings that that wrong was done and caused deaths of innocent people because of the pandemic response to this vaccine, this gene injection. I want them hanged. I have no problem saying if a judge ruled that the death penalty is on the table and a judge says so, not me, not you, not John, Johnny in the public, but a judge in a proper trial says the death penalty is on the table, then I say take them to the gallows. I'm very serious because this, this gene injection this COVID injection is a bioweapon and it's slow killing people. We need to drag them all in front of tribunals and we need arrests. We need no more talk. This are uh, this are uh, the house taking control by the Republicans. To me, right now, it's just a laughing stock because we they, they, we gave them enough evidence over the last three years. All we want is arrests, trials, then convictions, and then we want gallows. That's it. So I asked this as a scientist in this battle, outraged at how these people, when they know who they are, and Dr. Malone is one of them. I want him to answer questions. I want, look, I work with Robert Malone. I've been on stage with him. 
We've been interviewed together. We are colleagues. But that doesn't mean that he gets a free pass. He needs to be investigated. He needs to answer questions about the mRNA technology. All of these people have been making money off of the pain and suffering of the public who've been hurt, gorging themselves and enriching themselves, going on stage and, and talking a bunch of BS around and no one is asking them the right questions. So I want them to be asked the right questions. And I don't agree. You know, I don't agree with this. Everybody is. No one is, is off limits. I ask now as a scientist on behalf of the public, for we need this clarifying as the science matures more. Why did they bring this mRNA? This technology, it has no benefit. How does it work? The mRNA technology, how come Malone and these so-called inventors have not told us how to stop it and turn it off? How do we turn this thing off? It's a very important question. Anyway, I close off this session to remind you, please go to my Substack, Alexander COVID News. Big shout out to America Out Loud and uh, my website, drpaulalexander.com. My book, Presidential Takedown on Amazon and Barnes & Noble.